0: Welcome to Adelos, a series of conversations about grief and also about living fully when death makes itself present. My name's Timothy Giles and um, I work as a funeral celebrant, which often gives me access to people who have really worked through what, what for many of us is a very challenging part of life. And I look to bring those conversations here. But today is a little bit different we'd done our conversation, Aston. Right? We, we we did it. We we talked about your grief, your loss, coming to terms with it. So mm. what do you want? Why are you here?
1: Um look, look, to to be fair, Giles, thank you for having me back. Um and what an amazing experience that was. Um again sort of going back to you, you asked me what I what I sort of hoped um came out of that chat and 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 what I hoped came out of that chat was exactly what I experienced, which was having a frank, honest, open conversation about something that had tremendously affected me in my life, and being able to kind of talk through the whole story with someone I trust and with someone um you know i love it was an amazing experience um and that was and that was all that was all well and good but um as uh, and the time since we last saw each other, um, I, I've been doing a lot of reflection on it. And um, as I was sort of thinking about things, um, I also remember a phone call about six years ago um, mm. that I made. Um, and, that f- and that phone call was to you. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, mm. I was made aware that uh, you had just lost your brother. And I wanted to immediately pick up the phone and, and call you. Um, and so, so I'm, I'm kind of here to hear your story. Um, I didn't know Paul as well as you knew Shawnee, so it's, it's probably a little bit different. Um, but I would, I would, I would love to hear, um, your own journey and and what you went through. Should we start with that phone call? Yeah. Do you remember what you said? Not exactly, no.
0: Um, do you remember, it was a beautiful phone call, man, you know, like. Well, we we met when you were six or seven years old, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And now you're 30. 35. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which makes me the old bugger. Um, and do you remember the intention behind that phone call?
1: Yeah, it was to see if you were right. <laughs> it, was, it was to share... Um, I guess it was to share something that I had an abundance of, Um, as we discussed, you know, Shawnee's passing created an immense reaction. Um, And there was, there was, you know, even to this day, I still get people checking in on me. Um, But when uh, mum mentioned this to me, she, she, she let let me know. Um, I just, I just immediately wanted to reach out. It was more of a reaction really, you know, I just wanted to reach out and see, well, I guess how you were. I know that sounds silly because it's not I don't uh, think it
0: sounds silly. Really about here's here's that. what happened when I picked up the phone. I, I think it is about that. And I'd lost my brother and I was devastated. You know, he's, mm. my, he's my big brother. Mm. And, you know, for uh, what, what was Paul when he died? I, I think 44, 45. And he was two and a half, three years older than me. And... My whole life, it'd always been there, and the loss was quite uh, confusing, unsettling, disconcerting, um, disorienting. And what was remarkable was that when I heard your voice on the phone, we, I mean, it's not like we'd seen each other much for a very long time, right?
1: No, had been I'd been forever.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> What feels like forever for a young man, it wasn't that long for an old member. (laughs) But what the moment I heard your voice, I knew where you were coming from. And I knew the devastation that losing your brother had wreaked on your life. Never mind the life of those around you who loved you and Sean, right? So I just got this moment where between you and I it was a very powerful conversation where I didn't need to hide anything, explain Mm. anything. Right, actually, and it was very interesting. In that, I felt like you were my coach.
1: Yeah, it was. It was raw. It was kind of yeah. And
0: it was like, actually, it's going to be all right, mm. right? Nothing about that was all right mm. in my mind. But when with you on the phone, and I knew what you'd been through, I, I, I actually felt in that moment like I was held. Mm. I felt like. For a moment I felt safe and it was really interesting because the. why did I feel safe? Because you knew. Right? And and for me it was like, ah. Oh, Aston can help me. Aston can explain this to me. You know? It was the most generous phone call. Thank you.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um I just uh yeah, it's it was um Man, it's something that we share, um, very unfortunately, um, but at the same time, you know, fortunately in the sense that we do have this bond, you know, and, and we are able to have these conversations and, and it has been six years since Paul passed, you know, um, it's I'm sure just like it, just like with the 10 years was shown, it seems like it was yesterday. Mm. Um, so I mean, look, look. To, to be fair, I, I yeah, as I sort of said before, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know Paul, unfortunately. Um, are you, am I able to ask, you know, what your relationship was with with, with Paul? You knew what my relationship was with Sean. You you, you saw close, it and close ass. Yeah, yeah you saw yeah. it and um, okay.
0: I, uh, so you guys were brothers and best friends and business partners and right. You know, we, we we've talked about that. Yeah, in our other in our other episode. Um, so you're interviewing me on this, right? You are asking the questions of me. Is that is that what we're doing? Is as that, it
1: so happens, yes. That's the game. <laughs> I'm sitting in your chair. You are sitting in my chair. <laughs> if, if you, I don't know
0: if if, 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 as you're listening to this, whether you've seen pictures of, of this of, of the studio, you know, 38 Adel, where we do this. But Aston's made me sit in in the the chair that's not my chair. Uh, okay. So, sorry. What was your question? I was rambling. Were uh, we close. Yes. Were yes. We close? Yes. Uh, uh,
1: I guess. I guess. Yeah, as I sort of said, you you knew the bond, you saw the bond, you witnessed, you you, you experienced and felt the bond that me and Sean shared. I um, had no
0: idea how close my brother and I were. Hmm. Around the time of his funeral, and you know he he lived in Todonga, two you know two and a bit hours away from where I live, and there was a world of his of hundreds of people who appeared who I didn't know, and so many people said to me. Were you in poor clothes? I was like, oh, not really, you know? And, but a year later, two years later, um, something would happen in, in, in my life, in my day, something, um, something really great, mm. you know, or something really <laughs> tough, or yeah. something where I felt a bit shit about myself, or, yeah. or how I'd behaved or not behaved, you know, or something I didn't understand. And I just would grab my phone.
1: Yeah.
0: This is two years after my brother died. I would grab my phone. And I wouldn't even realize I'd done it. I you know, had him on speed dial. So when people asked me, were you close? It, it had never occurred to me to wonder if my brother and I were close. I just. And when I reflected on that time later how instinctive a part of my... I didn't realise I rang him so much. I just had no idea. You know, it it just... And I I, I think that we were so... Is it close? You know, this is a chair, this is my hair, my brother is there. Yeah. You know. um, And now he's not. And it had never occurred to me of living without brother. Mm -hmm. It just you know my um my father left when I was two I didn't meet him again until my mid twenties Paul we had different fathers he didn't even meet his dad until he was in his, his early thirties I think um and you know we uh, I didn't have a close relationship with our mother and 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 with um our stepfather he 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 was for me and you know we've got three three younger sisters from um you know their, their father was Paul and my stepfather and that and you know that's that's a lovely thing but I yeah just always been there right and yeah. and and it, it amazes me I still I'm mean, sitting here talking to you and a, a part of me is still confused that he's not there I yeah. don't doesn't it still doesn't make sense that he's not there?
1: No, it's a it's a bo- it's a bond. Well, you sort of pointed out last time when I said that I still talk to Sean and I still ask him for things and I still thank him for things. Um, it's a bond you take for granted. Um, I think when they're here, you yeah. know, um, yeah, that that immediate that immediate reaction to want to share things with the person that you're closest with you, your brother, me, my brother. It's it's something that we completely. Took for granted, yeah, um, and it's, it, it was—it's it's instinctive, yeah, it's instinctive, so, And yes. and it was so
0: so much instinctive that it just never occurred to me to analyze it. Mm. And so when someone asked me to, it's like, oh, I've never really thought about that. So if I've never thought about it, we're probably not that close. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm. So how how long how long it took me? Look, it took me I I I really blurred a long period of time out before I kind of came to grips with the fact that he really, really, truly wasn't there. Um, being sort of out of it uh, most of the time, he could have been there. You know what I mean? Like it didn't matter. It was like it was all very cloudy for me. Do you do you mean drugs and alcohol, or do you mean emotional cloud? world? both. Okay, both fueled f- fueled by drugs and alcohol. I mean, the, 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 was like I said. I said I had an a, a, a uh, suppression slash expression relationship with drugs and alcohol. So, regardless of what state of mind I was in, it was like doing one or the other. Yeah. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of you know, I, again, I got to sort of explain my journey and, and the moment that I really sort of came to grips with it. For you, how has that been, uh, if you don't mind me asking? And and well, I, I do mind you asking, but it's, it's it would be
0: extremely um, hypocritical of me not to answer. Right, given that I normally sit in that chair, mm. I'm struggling with the question. Uh, you're asking me when did I actually conceptualize that he's actually not here? Yeah, Is that what I, you guess, mean? I
1: guess I guess accept. Um and not to say that, that that's I'm not putting sure. a nail in the coffin I'm not,
0: type. Of thing. I'm not sure that I accept it. Hmm. I'm pissed off about it still, you know? Um and I, I feel I feel cheated. Mm-hmm. So here's the process that I um went through <clears throat> right in the beginning. When I would get that punch to the groin you know of going oh my brother's not here um he's dead um was very disabling you know um and i found it difficult to function when that realization would hit me so the way i i managed that was i would force myself into thinking instead of the Lost the grief, the anger, the resentment, the confusion, all, all those things. I would think, this hurts, and this is unsettling, because I, I, I loved my brother, and, mm-hmm. and my brother loved me, and and that's not, that, everyone doesn't have that, you know what I mean, like that, that that's not given. No. So, for me, it was that process of going, for my entire life, up until the age of, I don't know, was at you know forty odd, mid forties. I had my brother, and so this hurts because I've always had this thing that to me is brilliant, like so good. Hmm. Um, so I would force my thinking to go from the pain to go. I'm really grateful. I'm really lucky, and I'd think about us as boys, and I'd think about him as a man, and I and I just think oh you know my benchmark i've done some pretty shitty things in my life right but my benchmark was that my brother would always say to me you know okay buddy and hmm. well, it didn't matter whether i'd got my first tv series that i was fronting or you know <sighs> made some some great you know achievement that i was really proud of or if I'd done something really shit or I'd been excoriated in a magazine article for things I'd done or I'd let someone down or destroyed a relationship with a, a beautiful woman, you know, who didn't deserve mm-hmm. all those shitty things. And I do yeah. my brother would still say, you're OK, buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so to me, that measure of being OK, buddy, by the best man that I know, um, that's a thing of. How lucky was I to have that for all those years? So I spent a long time. The unpleasant, unwanted realisation feeling and consequences of that would land, and I would force myself through a mechanistic process of thinking and talking and physically turning my attention as, as well as internally turning to how lucky I am, how grateful I am, right? Yeah. And now what what's happened a number of years on is the two are much closer together. Yeah. Right? Those moments of, right? And I think I reflected on it um, just recently where I, I had something was going on in my life that I was, you know, finding difficult. And I just, um, as ridiculous as all these years later, um, <clears throat> I just wanted my big brother, right? Yeah. Couldn't have it. But I made the choice to actually allow. I am going to cry, you yeah, know, yeah. and I am going to miss him, yeah. and and that's okay. Now, what, <clears throat> I guess as I reflect on this, because yeah, uh, we don't talk about this stuff, do we? It's quite interesting being on this side of the conversation, <laughs> right? Um, because talking to someone demonstrating this kind of emotion <clears throat> socially, we normally shut it down, and it yeah. feels uncomfortable. So, thank you. It's, no, it's, no. it's a rare experience. Um. That now I'm able to be present to that feeling of the the bereft and and, and the other the anger and all those various yeah. feelings that there are the frustration the confusion which are all in you know along a wrapped up in this ball that often gets called sadness right. But I can I can allow the expression of that now because it's not going to derail me. Yeah, I th- I think and I've just realised that as I talk to you. Whereas, up until quite recently, it felt like it would derail me,
1: in in, in, in in a way of excusing you to be able to do things, or or or, or act, like speaking from my own thing, my own experience. It, it, I found that mm. that that anger, that the sadness, or uh, all of those really powerful, and and quite dark um feelings that, that that real sort of internal pressure that i found that, that i needed to escape it as i mentioned before um and that was through a magnitude of, of vices um and, and just sort of following on from what you said with having getting to that point where you can sit with that and yeah. sit with regardless of whether it's it's, <coughs> it's it's gratitude and 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 being thankful for for the happiness and for the joy that people bring to your life or um whether it's actually truly diving into the loss and the grief and the and the sadness around it all, it's a very very powerful position to be in. I think when you can actually just sit with it,
0: when it's when it's no longer frightening,
1: yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still frightening. It's still frightening, but I think you get to a stage where is it still is it still frightening kind, for you? <clears throat> I don't know. I've, I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I always I always. Grew up bearing emotion. Um, bearing. Uh, burying emotion, oh, burying, burying, burying it. Um, put, yeah. Well, you were the big brother, right? Yeah, so I it was. You,
0: you, you kind of had to. That's the big brother role.
1: Yeah, it was kind of. A, it, was, it was It was an expectation. Um, so I, I was. I'm, I've been very, very good at that, but fighting that urge to do that uh, has been my biggest struggle, and has been my biggest revelation and and and, and freedom um, to kind of then just be like, hey. Aston, you you feel shit. Um, that's okay, you know. Um, and and like you, that that transition from all the punch in the groin to oh wow, I'm so grateful uh, is, is for me is automatic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's very very it's very very swift. Um, do I still shed a tear um, by myself? Yes. Do you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll I'll but I'll do it because I feel I need that release at the time. I allow myself to do it. Um, <coughs> Is it incredible? Does it feel incredibly unnatural? Absolutely. Um, the, t-
0: the, the allowing the oh f- feeling.
1: Fuck yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I, it's. I've never done it before. I've never allowed myself to do it before, so now, I do because I think it's something that he's given me the ability to do. You know, it's a, it's almost like a gift. It's a present. It's yeah, something he's left behind, and, and not that it's not that it's you know it's. Not like a new car or anything, but... Yeah, it's, 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 it's a shit
0: <laughs> gift you didn't want. Yeah. Like that, that's a shit gift, but okay, it's the one I've got. But, but hey, but also it allows <laughs> us
1: to have these conversations. You okay, know, yeah. it, 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 it opens... It takes you to a different level of emotional consciousness if, or emotional understanding of, of yourself. And I think that the blessing in that is being able to then sit there and offer support or at least understanding with those that may be coming to grips with it. Here's something that you said um
0: when we talked recently that when I asked you why did you cuz you're a pretty private man, right? Mm. You know, um and when you said I want to come and talk about Sean, right. your motivation for it and and also thank you for your you know generosity in terms of thinking that this loss, you know project is is a worthwhile thing. He said, but "Because talking about this, it like, and and experiencing it, you realise that everyone mm. has their thing, their experience of this. And for some, it's you know, it's the loss of someone very close to them. For some, it's the loss of a dream. For some, it's the loss of em- employment. For some, it's the the loss of a physicality or a capability or a mental cognitive, Right? So whatever it is, and w- when I reflect on what you're saying about this." gift that Paul left me, he left you. <laughs> I don't I don't want it. I'd rather, I'd rather have him back. Thanks. Yeah, um of course. but okay, here's the gift. And the gift is that awareness that what it feels like. And mm. and so I guess out of that comes an ability to judge a bit less.
1: Well uh, we all share it. We all share it. Like you said, there's varying degrees of loss, you know? Um we all share it, but it's it's something we don't want to talk about. You know, it makes you feel uncomfortable. People people don't like to talk when they're feeling uncomfortable. I know I, I'm the worst at it. Absolutely, I shut down completely.
0: So you said you will shed a tear when you're on your own. Yeah. Right? Uh, you're in a long term committed relationship, right? Not with others.
1: Not even with mum. I, I don't I don't I, I don't think I've cried. You know? Even when she's bawling her eyes out, I won't. Because it's a it's a it's a position I've I've felt I've had to hold in my family to be the rock, to be this the strong person. And so yeah, even, I mean, even at the funeral, I, I didn't cry. I remember. Mm. Um, oh, it's shit, only when boy. I got home by myself. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's my cope. It's it yeah. It's been my coping me- mechanism, and it's and it's it's it's, it's backfired a lot. Um, but I accept it now, and I'm okay with getting to a point where if if I do need to shed a tear, I allow myself to do it. Um, but still in private. Yeah. And usually music influenced. <laughs> um, I find music and stuff like that. I mean, to be honest, even watching a, a, even if it's the most silliest movie or TV show in the world, if someone experiences loss, I I, I immediately um, am impacted by that. Uh-huh. Um, it's quite weird. It's quite weird, but it's, it's just a, a completely internal thing, you know. It very, really becomes external. Yeah. Fidgeting, (laughs) looking for something to do. Are you stuck on where to take
0: the conversation?
1: I I think so. I think yeah. I think I've just um, had a bit of a moment, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, having you share your experience and your grief, I think, has really—it's affected me. Mm -hmm. How? Um, I feel it. I'm feeling it. I'm tingling. Okay, let's talk through what, what it feels like.
0: You just you, you wave your fingers around, right you're tingling that's what what is what does it feel uh, like physically
1: um just like that really like a, a tingling feeling a, a sort of an uncomfortability. It's not an anxiousness it's just a weird kind of tingling
0: okay mm. i I notice my breath gets shorter mm. I feel like a constriction in my chest that happens. Do you get that
1: uh, not so much okay no I, I feel like I feel like if things something's building. Okay. There's something building inside me right now, um, and my body's doing its best to fight it. Okay,
0: yeah. So, is there a tension?
1: So that's probably what it is. It's the internal versus the external, trying to hold it all in. You know, it's 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 a weird feeling, hmm. and I don't know if it's natural. You know, um, because I think it's my own thing. You know, what do you mean? Why, why it's
0: natural? Is it not? Is the very fact that this is what you experience? Doesn't that say to you this is my natural reaction?
1: No, because I think that I've, I've, I've created this. I've created this feeling. I've created through the various moments of grief and dealing with things and whatever it might be—a shit score on an exam or, or my grandfather passing away. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism I've created. So therefore, I don't feel it's natural.
0: So then you can change it if you
1: want to which you is think. which is the journey that i'm still on i feel um do you
0: know how you want to change it
1: no no i don't give it much thought you know but again that's that's the coping mechanism um i think, I think okay,
0: hang on, maybe it's coping mechanism, coping mechanism but it's also we don't give it much thought because we don't actually have these conversations right no like you know I have had realizations because you insisted that I answer your question or sit in this conversation with you right and very often in conversation I, I, we realize things mm. I certainly know for me and one of my favorite words is dialogue right and yeah. and, and and dialogue is dia as in like diameter dia you know mm-hmm. to cut through and log as in uh, logos truth so dialogue is about cutting through to truth yeah Together, right? That's yeah, what we're doing.
1: That's beautiful, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Mm. You use that word more often.
0: Well, there's a difference between that and conversation, right? Because conversation comes from the same kind of linguistic root as um, concuss, right? Knock back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want a concussive conversation. I want a dialogue moving through. All right, so you flip the script on me. We've got, what, four minutes to go? Mm.
1: What do you want to do to, to, to wrap where, where do we conclude this? I think I think um I think it's been it's been it's been really, really these are the type of conversations that I, I, I actually I do enjoy. Um being made to feel sort of uncomfortable is something that I think as humans we we need to feel. Um or else how do we persevere? How do we create resilience? How do you know it's 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 really, really important. And and, and that's that's kind of I guess leading on from the last conversation that that, that's what i do want to bring to the forefront you know um and now sitting here having felt and still sort of feeling that uncomfortability it's now nice it feels good so what does that feel like good just happy like i'm i'm kind of you know i'm smiling um tingling's gone the tingling's gone yeah almost not not at peace more more excitement so maybe Um, the
0: thing that was welling up was actually a sense of ease potentially
1: I think that the sense of ease is now in yeah. in place, um, but again, that you know, that's that's my body going through the transition of, of the build up, then to the.
0: Yeah, what I'm suggesting to you is that in your transition of how you change, your experience of the is like, when I feel impacted and I'm tingling and there's that you know that thing building, that actually the thing that's building could be the sense of ease if we do it right.
1: Yeah, 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 and it's it, and it's it's I think it's really important. Um, we're quite like that to reach out to to reach out to people you know I think uh, you know we're, we're very lucky that we're in this position right now having this conversation I think we're very fortunate not not everyone has that opportunity but you know I highly recommend it I think it's been a you know it's I'm been gonna, a wonderful experience I'm gonna sit with
0: that idea you know to, to, to loop back you know I always ask people at the end of these conversations what have you got out of this right and so thank you for what you know
1: here's what I Well, got I guess what have of... you got out of it yeah yeah well that's how I should have finished it off that's we are
0: and yeah. um, is the when I talked about it no longer feeling frightening like it's not going to derail me right is and now if I what you've coached me into is that the feeling that comes in my in my body around this and, and the the constriction in my thinking um and the limited options is that actually I now know that available to me as the outcome of this feeling of grief could potentially be ease that that you've created for me here now, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than for me thinking about reaching out to anyone else, what I'm gonna take away from this conversation is when I feel that onslaught wave or assault, whatever the, the metaphor is of how grief arises suddenly, mm. that for me, actually, what I'm going to hold of where I can get to on that is ease. Yep. And that, that finishes this for me. Yeah. Are we done?
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. That's amazing.
0: Well, you coached me. This um, <laughs> has been At A Loss, a series of conversations um, about living fully alongside grief and loss. And... Uh, Thank you, Aston, for as you said, flipping the roles and putting me.
1: Flipping in the, the script,
0: huh? Yeah, mate. I appreciate it. I'm gonna wait for the E's to come now, I think.
1: Enjoy. Enjoy.